You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Welcome to the Crab Feast Podcast. I'm Matt Fulcheron. I'm the full charge. With me is a very angry Randall Bobbitt. Love the 80s <laughs> bad rock <laughs> intro. That was awesome. I well, loved it. Well, Dinosaur Jr. is pretty good. We got Ryan Sickler in the house. Welcome back, Ryan Sickler. It's good to be back at the Crab Feast. Oh, everybody. yeah. I had a nightmare. Like, you uh, weren't you. You were the movie review guy. Yeah, I... was uh, going wrong. Yeah, I woke I, up I in a cold sweat. <laughs> Ryan sick here last week. I was at a benefit show. We had a substitute, uh, Eric Allen Wendell, who came in. But tonight, we got yeah. a real deal guest in the house, yes, everybody. A bona fide movie star and TV star. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Chris Pratt. Yeah! Aww. Welcome Ooh. to the Crab Feast, Chris Pratt. Thank you. It's got official up in this month. Yes, it did. I'm so excited to find <laughs> out that there's actually no crab. Well. There will be. There will there really be? be? After, we're going to go to Bubba Gump Shrimp, and we're going to oh. treat you. <laughs> they have Bubba Gump here, don't Yeah, they? right oh, next yeah. door. To Absolutely. Dancing. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be fun. You guys are hilarious. I'm honored to... Uh, take part we're happy to have you man we are fired up to have you i know and ryan's happy to be out of the uh the court i am i'm still on jury duty beginning week three i cannot let's talk really about it. yeah I you're can't, on I a jury let's I, talk about I'm the case pissed. just briefly yeah, we, we can't at all no this would be a good Let, test because yeah, no. like if you get contempt of court then we know we have listeners yeah no <laughs> it's no even, way. It's a good deal. I promise you, as soon as this case is over, I am legally allowed to talk about it, and you will see exactly oh, why I don't want to say it. Oh, word. you really are oh, allowed yeah. to after talk about it afterwards? Over, yes. After it's over, I can write a book if I want. That's amazing. Well, I but, look forward uh, to yeah. that. So we got a real deal going on in here tonight. It's good to be back. The crab feast is full. Chris Pratt, in case you have your head up your ass or don't watch <laughs> TV, from NBC's Parks and Rec. Yes, sir. And Moneyball. Wow. And Moneyball. Moneyball, yeah. Uh, full charge. You had uh, some shows this week. You wanted to tell us. I did. About? Uh, I did your favorite comedy club, the Downtown Comedy Club. Garrett Morris. I love uh, Garrett Morris. What can we tell our listeners about the Downtown? What comedy is club? the Downtown Comedy Club? It's basically There's... just a room with a banner that says Downtown Comedy Club. Sounds exciting. Where is it? It's uh, downtown. It's a block from Skid Row. It is nice. So tell it's them where like, the green room is. It's on the goddamn Outside. street. <laughs> it's on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's like a fucking DVD extra from that movie, The Soloist. It's just fucking it's homeless people <laughs> hitting you up for shit, dude. It's it's bleeding fucking from the ridiculous. Head. It's ridiculous. What's the crowd like? The crowd is uh, fuck. I don't know, man. They're just they're, they're fun. S- they're fun, they're but fun. they they keep them there for like four hours. And Garrett Morris hosts. You know who this is? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a fucking trip. He does like twenty minutes in between everybody. Legendary. Uh, really? And he's out of and he smokes weed right out on the street. Right on. Really? Street. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's his club, man. There and then on the, the other end, on the other end of the spectrum, I did the Third Street Promenade. I did a theater out there, and uh, I was doing the show. Everything was going fine, and then this kid 
He stands up and he goes like that in the middle of the show. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he gives me a wrap it up like a wrap. It up. <laughs> that was the light. <laughs> this kid's like a hundred pounds, and I'm like, uh, it's a rookie move. I'm like, dude, I'm not really getting paid tonight. I'm just working out. If you want to come up, come on up, and like I'll let you rock this microphone right here. And there was like a uh, there was seats up there because it was a sketch. I was opening up for a sketch group because my career is on fire. Fire. And uh, the last sketch group. They were driving a car or whatever, so I'm sitting in the chair, and he just grabs the mic, and he won't even look at the audience. He's just going, man, and he's like, a, he's a white kid, he's a suburbanite, suburbanite, and he's just like, man, look at your shoes. You can't come up on stage with your shoes looking like that. Look at your shoes. And I'm like, yo, the audience is out there, and he's like, man, you can't come out here with your shoes all this dirty. <laughs> and then he got the light, and then he, he gets the- off, and then I was like, uh, I was like, did you guys like him? Everybody's like, fuck no, he fucking sucked. And then he like keeps heckling me. Like, the kid knew no humility whatsoever. And then, the weird part was, the sketch group came up afterwards and did a sketch that was basically based on... They had planned a sketch that was basically what we just did. <laughs> really? That's it, it was like a stand-up comic who gets heckled and brings somebody up that on stage. That was the sketch. Yeah, they didn't switch was, their was shit up Was it hilarious? They were like, oh, shit. This well, yeah, is but they already, they already just saw it. I feel unplanned. like yours was way funnier. Mine was improv. <laughs> Great. Where are these shows at? Uh, who cares? I'm never doing yeah, them again. I'm never doing it again. But what it we turns. are going to do tonight what? is we're going to talk. Um, we're going to introduce our topics. Uh, basically, our topic tonight, our storytelling topic, is um, using a restroom or going to the bathroom in an emergency in an uncomfortable place. And mm. everybody's got one of those. That's something we know about. Few, my everybody's friend, I got, got a few. One of those. They usually happen after a crab feast. Uh, Today it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Usually get liquid shits after the crab feast. But first, we're going to interview our guest here, Chris Pratt. Chris wow, Pratt, wow. welcome again to the Crab Feast. It's an honor to have you here. Um, why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience? Tell them who you are, how you got your start, yep. what you do. Yep. I'm Chris Pratt. Uh, I'm an actor, and I got my start by sort of being, um, I guess, discovered. I was working at a Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. There we go. How about back. that callback? Where, where are you from? Where was this at? I'm from, I'm from Seattle, but I was in Maui. Oh, I was nice. living in Maui with some friends. And uh, I, waited on a, I waited on a director who had a, a role in a movie that she offered me an audition for. This director was actress none other than Ray Don Chong. Daughter of Tommy Chong. Of course. Oh, no kidding. Yep. She was in Commando, Quest for Fire, big star in the Soul 80s, Man. Continues to work. Yeah. And she uh, gave me an, an audition, and I and I landed an audition, and that was how I kind of... See, that's spo- how it's supposed to happen out in L.A., but apparently that's how it happens in Hawaii. That's where you got to yeah. go to Hawaii to make it yeah. in L.A. Don't go to L.A. Mm-mm. Don't go to Do L.A. Not. No way. No one wants to give you anything in L.A., but in Hawaii, they don't they don't mind. Yeah. They feel like they feel like they're doing something. They're like creative. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a it was just like a. I tell people that story and they're like, "Oh, see, that's how it happens. You just fucking get lucky and boom, next thing you know." I'm like, "No, the movie was called Cursed Part Three. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid fucking seven hundred bucks. <laughs> My like career so lucky. Like, Ooh, one of those giant lucky, checks man. shows up. Yeah, know? and you had to be working at Gubba, uh, Bubba Gum Shrimp. I mean, yeah, that's every right. Fucking, yeah, come yeah. On. So I, yeah, so it's it's not without. Uh, it wasn't like, can I retire now, or should I keep pursuing my love? <laughs> right, right. It, I, it did crack the door open, which is like, sure. you know, there's a lot of talented people out there who'll never have an opportunity to sort of like eat for that door to even be cracked open. But it takes, you know, that was in t- the year 2000, and and it's taken a lot of, uh, a lot more luck and more hard work since then. But that was kind of how I got to my start. So, what was your first big role? Um, 
in anything, TV, movie? What was the first thing that you really, people recognized you from? Like, when did it start getting different for you? Um, it got different. There was a couple roles. One was called The Extreme Team. What was The Extreme Team? <laughs> it was this just juggernaut movie of the week that never came out. <laughs> uh, but it was a big deal for me because it was like the first paycheck that I ever got where I was like, Okay, I can stop work. I can only do acting now. I thought like yeah. because of that paycheck that I would I would never have to work again um as a waiter. And I it turns out I was right. I mean, I bought myself probably a good 5 months or something and then within that 5 months I booked a pilot called Everwood which turned into a 4-year long run on a on a network. So that was uh, that was WB, like, right? That was Everwood? WB. Yeah. yeah, and that that was the first time that I ever got recognized really or anyone saw anything that I did. And is that where, like, the ladies all knew you from? Like, I feel like that was probably a <laughs> the lady. Well, it's, it's unfortunate. For our female listeners. Yes, yeah. Will you, you may You may know me. I played Bright Abbott on Everwood. And um, as, as luck should have it, I'm married now, so this doesn't benefit me. But if you were a fan of Everwood, you're probably just now turning 18. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, all right, all right. And yes, you are married, as <laughs> yes. uh, some of us know. Some, I'm, I'm, if you can't, you're if you don't, you're an idiot. But you are married <laughs> to. Uh, we just the lost half our listeners. Talented and hilarious Anna Ferris. That's right. Yeah. Who actually is from Baltimore originally? Yep. Which is your one degree from the Crab Feast, right there. Your Maryland tie. That's right. Yeah, I've been back with her. She she's got a lot of family there. She's got the. Uh, IMSers, the Idlewild Matron Society. Her mm -hmm. mother belongs mm -hmm. to a group of, of uh, classy ladies that go out and do fun things like drink wine and talk about books and stuff. And I don't know. Like, out like the Red Hats? Them. Are they like the Red Hats? Yeah. You guys know about the Red yeah, Hats? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're way cooler than the Red Hats. But yeah. Yeah, like no. That. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It's kind of. Um, I did a show one time in the first. Like the first fourteen people in the front row are all wearing red with red hats. Oh, I'm like, who the fuck oh, are you? No. I'm like, who are you? The Corpus Christi Bloods? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're the red hats, bitch. You better recognize. <laughs> so, what's the name of this group again that you're talking about? Idlewild Matron Society. No I kidding. Don't, I don't really know much about it. Other, but than it goes way back, right? It goes way back to like um, when Anna was an infant. You know, so not too far back. But I don't okay. know if it's like for her mom. But, but that for, for, for organization, that group's got to go way further, back to right? Edgar Allan Poe, man. It, for real. I mean, oh, it could, Baltimore. <laughs> well done. So I'm saying it could, or it could just be something that they all started. I'm not sure. They just all had T-shirts made, and so should have any of you be. Uh, that makes you official. T-shirts. Yeah. If you can get They're the blue made, shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there there's some friends of hers out there still. We got back go back and see them, but that's where she was born. But ra she was raised, like me, in the Pacific Northwest in Washington State. But she says um, Baltimore really reps her. They really uh, claim her, and they've, they're very good to her, she said. That is the truth. Yeah, that cool. is really the truth. Very cool. She'll get articles clipped and sent to her. Baltimore just really proud about a movie coming out that she's in or an appearance, SNL, or on Conan or you know Letterman or whatever. They're like, oh, Maryland's own Anna Ferris. And then, like, the, the little town that she grew up in, Edmonds, Washington, no love. They don't care. No huh? love. She's well, ba Baltimore's needy, man. They're like, we got Omar Epps. Yeah. Right. We Tupac, got uh, John Waters, who no one kinda. fucking knows of. Yeah, Joan Jett kind of kicks. <clears throat> Kicks. Give us just give us Anna Ferris. Please. Us. Can we please have her? We Anna know Ferris, we know we don't yeah. we don't own her, but please let us please. have her. Um all right, so Everwood, and then on from Everwood, um, where to then? I did a, Take us through your journey. I did a year 
the fourth and final year of the OC. Oh, nice. nice. All right. All right. Yeah. Yes, well yeah. done. That's how we do well it in done. Orange County. Yeah. Fuck right. Baltimore. Yeah, from the OC bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a line that I auditioned for the originally when OC. Boom. Um, Where'd you improv that? Um, <laughs> I put the bitch on. on. Yeah, yeah. The bitch on. that was me. That was pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, I did that for a season um, when when the majority of the cast was really kind of dying to get off the show. How was that show, though? Because that was like popular, or would it, was it already dying down? Or since you had Everwood? I think it was... I think it was still very popular. There was only three seasons of that, right? I think it was four seasons. Okay. Four right. He was on the fourth season. Oh, my bad, my yeah. bad. It could have been <laughs> only three seasons I was on the third season. I think I was on the fourth season. And and I did a like a special guest star that arced over about ten episodes. Nice. And the everyone who played like the it was it was really it was it was a mixed bag of the, some of the cast members were completely over it and <laughs> really Sort of difficult, and then others were just really nice. So how's I haven't done much acting. How is like uh, how, when someone's being difficult? What what does that mean? They're just like they don't want to hang out with you. They don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to show up to set. They, they don't, don't want to leave the trailer. They don't want to remember their lines. They want to bitch <laughs> when they're standing in front of the camera. Well, this is a man that's worked on a set. Yeah, it's sort of all of that, and it's a, there was a little bit of you know sometimes the tail starts wagging the dog mm. and and i think that like you know you, you start as an actor you're just so hungry you'll do right. fucking anything sure and then you get to the point where you find a, a bunch of success and 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 like on that show really compelling storylines and then around the third fourth season maybe the storylines aren't quite as good and you kind of sit back and you're like but wait a minute you kind of forget i think that the fame and success for the show w- was the result of the writers and creators who made the show, not the fact that you got cast. You know, right. so like right. you lose that, you lose perspective a little bit. I think I saw that because it probably happened a little bit on Everwood too, because we went four seasons on Everwood. So I was fortunate to sort of go into the OC knowing what I had seen on Everwood and sort of like, hey, they can pull the plug on this shit any time. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Yeah, that's shit. coming Getting eventually. Check, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Southland ain't coming for a while, dog. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no. 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 I didn't. I didn't really work with Ben. I'm just kidding. Oh God. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. Everyone was cool. Everyone was cool. Was so from there, what I do? I kind of took a couple years uh, trying to do movies. I did some movies, and then um, and then I did. Uh, then I got on Parks and Rec. About a couple years later, it's a great. I, I watch Parks and Rec religiously. I really think it's a. I, we were talking about this before we came in. It's a solid cast all the way through. Oh hell Everyone's yeah! Everyone's uber talented on it. Yeah, and it's a. It's sort of one of a, one and a, one of a kind like that, in that it's a half hour comedy, which ultimately boils down to about twenty one and a half minutes, twenty one minutes, forty five seconds when you take out the commercials, and. Uh, we have a huge ensemble cast, and everybody gets their moment. Everybody gets their little bit of storyline. They've yeah. got A storyline, B storyline, C storyline. You don't see that. You watch an episode of Everyone Loved Raymond, and it's like, what's happening to Raymond? That's what's happening in the episode. And the people around him. So with right. so many yeah. people working, how many days a week do you work? Or are you on hold a lot of days? How does it normally I'm, work? I work probably like half the time. I mean, some episodes I'll work two days. Some episodes I'll work five days. It really depends. Uh, right. I, Since my character is sort of over the course of... The, if, you, if you haven't caught up on episodes, I'll be it's sort of a spoiler alert. But like, I ended up becoming a fixture within the uh, within the Parks and Rec department by being Leslie's assistant. And so yeah, now I shine boy got a government yeah, job. Yeah, shine boy got it. Got his uppins. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I work a little bit more. And doesn't mean I necessarily say anything more. 
Right, but like you're around sitting more. Sitting there at the right. desk. I'm, always, wanted... I'm only up to season two. I'm on. Net, I'm a Netflix yeah. kid. Yeah, me too. I fucking. I'm slow on the. Yeah. On the take. Yeah, me too. I don't know who anyone who sits down just at because TV's gonna. Oh, I gotta see my show at eight <laughs> thirty. Like, no one. Nobody. No one. Those people are very valuable though. To yeah, TV. they're the they're the ones giving the ratings. Yeah, Shit. they're the only yeah. ones being counted. Yeah, that's right. Because if you can't figure out how to use a DVR, you're gonna be like. Oh man, I think I want Domino's. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I know how to work the, the phone. Domino's commercial on. <laughs> I really want a GMC. Domino's it is. <laughs> They'd watch shitty TV because they eat shitty pizza. Fuck Domino's. Boom. I said it. <laughs> Boom. Fuck. I should probably use Domino. this moment to mention I'm sponsored by Domino's. Domino's Fuck. is sponsored. We love Domino's. Fully. We're crust. sponsored by Papa John's. That's why oh, I have yeah. the whole. <laughs> <laughs> they have a new Fuck Domino's campaign. <laughs> It's it's really aggressive that we're trying out on podcasts. Uh, the wild wild west of the internet. <laughs> so, uh Moneyball, like I I got to tell you, I'm a baseball fan. I read the book. I appreciated the philosophy of Billy Bean. I I uh was surprised to see there were We actually reviewed that movie on this yeah, podcast. Our, yeah. our, I was telling him, yeah, Wendell who doesn't usually like anything loved Moneyball. He, he really hates did. movies he about baseball. Know he, he knows said. nothing about baseball. And he, he knows, knows nothing, nothing and he loved the movie. So, I, I mean, think he gave that, it like like four ice cream trucks, right? These are some inside jokes. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, but we got a good rating. We got a good rating on that. Really movie. good rating on Moneyball, yeah. What was uh what was that like? I know you and I actually when you were um working on it, we went to the park and threw the ball around and stuff. Oh, and yeah. You were you were learning how to but you're not left handed, right? Right. Well, no, first oh, of all, Jesus. you play tell us who you play and what you did in the movie. I'll stop talking over you. Well I play the character of Scott Hatterberg. He was part of that two thousand two Oakland A's team. He's a guy who had an injury to to his arm that his right arm is throwing arm. He's a catcher and he couldn't throw the ball down to second base anymore. So he he pretty much figured he was he was done with his career and didn't know what his next step was. He's got a couple of young kids and he's given an opportunity to play for Billy Bean because Billy Bean has this new philosophy. Just because Scott Hatterberg has a high on base percentage, he is worth a lot to Billy Bean. And so, you know, he needs to come in as a DH but also play uh, first base. He has to learn how to play first base. So I, I get to sort of, and, and then he's an integral part of them extending this long winning streak that was an American League record, I think. And, and so, so what what was the, so he was left-handed and you're right-handed? He was a right, he threw right, batted left. Oh, okay. And then for me, I mean, my, all my experience up until, you know, I was 13, uh, I was a, would bat right hand. I was a righty, so I'd throw right and bat right. Wow. So I got to learn how to do a swing left-handed. That home run swing looks and sweet. And you could you could do like who was pitching? How were the pitches to you? Um, I mean, it was it varied. I mean, when when we were sh- we we filmed it all kinds. Like we had a guy who this guy uh, Casey who was played for Kansas City threw the ball and and uh, and uh, I would hit a couple of those. And they had some pitching machines. Then they had some where I was just swinging at air. They shot it. I mean, it was like three days of me doing that swing. Wow. Wow. Jesus yeah. Christ! So they shot it everywhere. You get good at it by then. Yeah, I mean, at the time I was. I think it would probably suck now, but it was. I had been working on it for a few months with some pro guys, kind of doing the work. So it was awesome, man. It was like a baseball camp that you that the rich fantasy dads would camp. send their kids to. You know, it's like. Are you a baseball fan? Or are you? A- I'm kind. Of, I'm actually kind of not. Uh, not really. Not really. Uh, I'm a, I, I watch NFL. I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm from Seattle. That's my team. But. Never really followed too much baseball. Yeah, so how long did you go to this camp? The camp was about the, he was running. It was uh, Chad Cruders, the former head coach at USC, He's an ex ball player, played all over the place, including Seattle. He um, and his son Caden, 
were running a camp for kids all summer like these revolving pitching camps and fielding camps and so he was like hey man i'll be down here come down anytime you want and i ended up just like wearing out my welcome i was there every day yeah <laughs> my Anna was gone she was working in boston so i just had my days free i wasn't working so it just kind of became my job just go down there and run <laughs> work out do a do a workout grant had these amazing machines with cameras with a monitor facing you so you you can take a, a pitch off the pitching machine and then you can watch your swing and see like oh, really? what your swing was wrong and where you're missing that's it. Where awesome. you're missing and like how. your golf swing yeah exactly you know who yeah. doesn't do that is danny mcbride you ever watch his pitch oh yeah he's, he's awful his arm, he throws like he, i throw with like my left girl. hand he throws he like totally a girl does. Does. yes it's ridiculous he worst does. pitching ever he puts <laughs> zero fucking time into that pitch and chris worst robinson who, who who was supposed to be like the ace like hitting guy yeah, in yeah, that yeah. show cannot swing a baseball bat either like they were going against you. Like they cannot swing a baseball bat. It was awful. They needed CGI on that shit. So I got to ask you a question. I'm sure every male that listens to our podcast wants to know: Did you meet Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Well, I worked with her on a movie called Wanted. Oh yeah, that's and so right. I had met her before, and but she brought she came down and was there with uh, the, her family mm. and, and visiting and stuff like that. Very briefly, we didn't like you know. I, I she's. Both of them are really nice people. I think it's got to be tough being that much of a public figure. It's a little bit like you'd expect it if you were royalty. You start sort of, I mean, I don't know. I can't I can't <laughs> even pretend to know what that's like when you right. walk into a room and every single person in the room's attention focuses and shifts on you, whether they're looking at you or not. They're like, I know what that's like. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, don't, I'll never I don't know how you guys handle it. It's got to be really tough. Why do you think it's there's disgusting. a lock on the door in here? <laughs> um... But they they handled it with class and treated me really well and and, and she's absolutely gorgeous in person definitely better looking she's in really person. fat in I've heard person from some people better she's looking really in person oh really she's I mean she's just gorgeous just beautiful both and nice. in person and on camera and really nice that's awesome yeah Brad Pitt beautiful too definitely yeah beautiful yeah. man beautiful, beautiful man. there's no shame in fucking saying that that's what's great yeah. about Brad Pitt everybody gets to be a little bit gay yeah that's just that's a little, little bit gay, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of that's a good that is the great thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's okay. Wonderful. It's okay to say that about Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't help it. I just kind of wanted to kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna take a break while I think about that. Yeah, you got. Uh, so we were hanging out this weekend. We we're uh, shooting around some old stories, and you had some really funny stories. We started talking, called up uh, random full charge, and said these are the topics we're gonna talk about this week. So. If you'd love to uh, kick off your uh, story about uh, using the bathroom in public, Chris Pratt, man, have at it. God, I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. I got one in Maui. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you, yeah. that's the kickoff. So, real quick, before you get like, did you just go with your boys to Maui to like live? We're going to the beach. We're going to Maui. Why were you in Maui? Yeah, essentially that Great was it. Story. My my. my uh, I, I'd, I'd been a door-to-door -door salesman for two years. No kidding. Door-to-door yeah. -door This is before sales. the internet? For two years? That's yeah. bold, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Usually that worst. story is like, three weeks, I was a door-to-door -door salesman. <laughs> no, like, but that's some Absolute old school shit that like... Worst. Did you ever shit at a person's house that you were trying to sell door-to-door? -door? <laughs> oh, I shit all over the place. <laughs> you got to mark your territory with that's the other door-to-door -door guys. <laughs> yep. This is my house. I always have matches on me. I learned how to shit in public. <laughs> really? Yep. You know, you don't, you won't even stink up a room if you don't let the shit sit around. Yeah. No, you flush it immediately. You just flush and then shit. 
I always fuck myself though. I gotta Ooh, see it. Down. Right I gotta down. see what I'm dealing down. with, and I just fuck up my reputation. Oh, you gotta see it. I gotta see You're it. You're one of those. And I never have matches. <laughs> and I never have matches. So have for God's name, I'm pretty Matt. much a bad guest. Yeah. Pretty well, much. I, I was. I, so yeah, that was. I, I was doing. I was doing door to door sales. I owned up. I was a teenager, 17 to 19. I graduated early and and from high school, and instead of going to college, became a door to door salesman. But I'm sorry to interrupt. But does anything prepare you better for auditions than door to door sales? No fucking way exactly anyone ever asks what do i do to get into acting i'll be like be a door-to-door salesman <laughs> yeah and, and tough it out rejection it's the same hey, rejection you sell your bills like that for a while and then come yeah. and fucking talk to me about rejection when you come <laughs> <back> <laughs> at least uh, you know fucking casting directors invite you to their house yeah right? you know? <laughs> right. so if they don't like you they say thank you they, they thank you they yeah. don't yeah yeah they didn't like me. I'm like, did these try to sick his fucking dog on you? <laughs> What's <laughs> pull a gun on okay? You? <laughs> what were you selling? See, this Never. is what I love about the craft piece. We're gonna take a turn. We'll come back to that shit story. What were you selling? I was selling coupons, basically. <laughs> wow, basically. selling something to sell something. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even selling something. Uh, assen- well, essentially, you're a middleman. <laughs> I, I, we we were selling all kinds of things okay. at the time, including our day of O's, which were our days of observation, which were the people <laughs> the who were stupid enough to answer our fucking ad we put in the paper that said you like rock and roll music you want to make money call us so basically if those two don't go if together that dumb and you call then we could probably get you to sell for us for a little sure. while you know and so we were selling them we were selling ourselves on the idea that this was a career and we were all and we were also selling coupons and the coupons were d- different based on different promotions i wouldn't sell a whole coupon book i would just sell one single coupon it's like, you know, the size of a folded 8 by 10 piece of mm-hmm. paper, you know, it would be for like Meineke or Midas. I would say, hey, you know, we'd sell 500 of them. It's four oil changes for 20 bucks. And then they would be like, that's no, that's too good to be true. And then we're like, yeah, yeah. And so we'd sell these and then these, and we'd keep the 20 bucks and then they would go to Midas and Midas would give them free oil changes. And, but also, like, tell them that their brakes were fucked. Or, like, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, eventually, you know. Bait them in and get You em. bait them in there. But then, you, you know, you get 500 new cars in your bay, and you're going to get some business. You Hell, know? So yeah. That was our principle. That's also how we sold Midas on setting up these promotions. We also do hair salons. We do different things like that. So for two years, I did that job. And it was. What's it was the worst brutal. interaction you ever had? Like, what's the worst thing that happened? Does anyone throw shit Did anyone at really you pull or? a gun on you? No, I I had a guy answer answer the door with no shirt on with a, like a big pistol on a side. <laughs> nice. Oh, really? like, he didn't like pull the, it out on me, but he was like the the the, the side The option yeah. was there. Yeah. The message was That's clear. Boy, do I got some coupons for you, <laughs> sir? You know what? I got through my whole pitch. Nice. nice. Yeah, I didn't I was just and like, then he pulled "Hey, the how you doing? Listen, I'm working with Midas down here and I was just like, "Boy." Cuz you were halfway through <laughs> to see this gun. I'm like, oh, "I'm going to just keep uh, I'm, I want keep it. Going. I, want, I want the money. I want but it you memorize it so I used to do so much telemarketing. I've done telemarketing for Ooh. everybody. And you memorize it so much and everybody there's only like 3 to 5 responses that people can give. You know, it's, "Hey, screw you. I'm not interested." It's Okay, I'll listen to you a little bit because I'm nice, but I'm really not interested. Then there's the person that's like kind of interested, which is fucking rare. Then there's the guy that's like, "Hey, screw you! What are you doing? You're ruining my life!" Like, right. there's like really people aren't going to throw you off after you've done it so many times that even when they do do it, you're just like on automatic. You're like next, like yep. you got to keep like, going. You're not even pissing me off. What are you going to do? Stop? Yeah, like oh yeah, screw you. Haven't heard that one before. Okay. If you mention the gun, he might take it out. You know, you got to keep going. Just move past it. Yeah. 
That's no, but you're right. And then they, there are little tricks of the trade and things you. I would tell my employees, and also tell myself, which was you had to, you had to collect no's to get a yes. Every, you know, <laughs> there you go. Every time you get ten no's, you'll probably get a yes. You know, so it's like law of averages. More people are going to say no, so get those people to say no to you. You go out <laughs> and get a thousand people to say no to you. You did your job today. Right, right. <laughs> that's beautiful. That Fail totally but makes me feel better about my life additions. in general. But that's what yeah. you should be saying about auditions, sure. too. Oh, yeah. Like and, and just walking into a room and selling yourself, walking into a room full of people who don't know you. And, and it's not about oil changes. It's about you. It's about the salesperson. You right. just want this person to like you so much that they would give you $20 if you were selling bags of garbage, you know? Right. Which I've tried, and it's fucking miserable. Yeah, it's a, that's a really <laughs> tough <tried>. racket. <laughs> but yeah, so I did that. Ended up just, like, opening my own office and then losing my ass and... and um, you opened up your own office like you were your own boss? Yeah. Like it was one of those things where you, you were like, I'm really going to be hard. in sales. Like you thought you were going to be in sales? And you were only like 20 years old? 19. Yeah, I was wow. 19. Me and my friend Darren, he was one of the managers of me. What up, Darren? What's up, Darren? Hope you're doing well if you're still selling, Darren. <laughs> Keep collecting them nose, Darren baby. Nose. <laughs> There's a yes coming up soon. Nose up. <laughs> Nose equal yeses. Was this in Seattle? All we moved Seattle? to Colorado to open our office because oh. they to get serious. Yeah, and we went deep, and we basically took over for a guy who'd done the same thing we were about to do, which is just completely burn out and hate this so much that he couldn't stand doing it anymore. But we did it with overhead. Like now we've got an office to pay for. I've Dude, got you a, must a have thought you were the shit too. Like I got an office. I'm 19. Uh, everyone around me. And my family thought I was because I was also selling them. You know, deep yeah. down inside, I knew that I was a f- one shitty week away from going into debt. <laughs> yeah. You know, but everyone around me was like, "Damn, Chris is doing really good. Yeah, he's in advertising. I think." I'm like, "Yeah, advertising, marketing. I'm yeah, in I both. Work, I work in promotions, marketing. No he's big got deal. a desk and an office. Yeah. Do you have a suit, in like a JC Penney suit? Where'd you no, rock? No what suits, the gear? no suits, no ties, no jeans. Those are the rules. So I would usually wear like shorts." With like a button-up shirt. Mm, nice. See, I needed something with pockets so I can throw my cube. That my puts no in pressure whatsoever on the buyer. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like I'm in shorts. This yeah. is very casual. Yeah. Our, my whole thing was I was not a salesman. <laughs> I'm just your friend, man. I just told people I worked at on. the place. Sure. And I would I put this dumb look on my face. You can't hear. It. You can't see it if you're listening. But if you can, <laughs> if you watch, it was this look. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be like, I would be like, I would I would pitch them like. Dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. <laughs> but uh, I'm take advantage to give of these it. things out, I guess. Uh, it's four oil changes for 20 bucks. and Just giving it away. You walk away know. and light up a cigar. Yeah. Suckers. Okay, Suckers. so how did you go from they there just, to Maui? My friend Alex Petrakopoulos. AP. Still. Shouts out, dog. Best <laughs> friends to this day. Uh, after, I, after they put a lean on my minivan. <laughs> <laughs> you had to lean on a minivan. Yeah, that's a crappy hero right oh, there. They. Uh, what is that? That's where. That's how you live. You live in that. No, it means like. What is that? It means like, it's theirs. Like. You, oh. Like it's the banks. It's oh, the bank. Okay. All right. You, like you can't go sell it. Okay. I tried. Like, you can't do like, shit with that. It's ours. Yeah, that's right. ours. That minivan is ours. Because right. I kept going into debt more and more. And so, right. Like, so they put a lean on my minivan. My mom flew me home. Oh, <laughs> my legs. A couple of my friends had been in college for two years, and the co- and then I was like, God, I got now. I got to go catch play catch up. Be a freshman. My buddies were who I was graduating right, to be juniors. Right. And I said, and then my friend Alex was like, Dude, I've been living in Maui. We got a beach house. 
it's awesome, and he bought me a one-way ticket to Maui. Yeah, nice. Four hundred bucks. There it is. Yep. And what was he doing in Maui? Working at Bubba Gum Shrimp? He was working at a different restaurant and just surfing and and spearfishing and sort of like, I went there really kind of beat up and jaded and pretty. I've been angry to the Dukes right right down the street. There oh yeah, there. oh yeah. There I've you been go. At the Dukes. Maybe yep. a Mai Tai over there before. Jaded no, I, at 20 in Hawaii. Yeah. That's yeah. a rare combo. <laughs> That's the American dream. For the first few months, I really was. I was like, I was just beat up. Right. And then, and then like, sort of had this nice awakening over there that ended in me moving to L.A. Right. Because, well, you got the movie part, and then you were, like, inspired to move to L.A.? Or? I got the movie part, and four days later, I was in L.A., <laughs> and I never went back. Okay. All right. So I just kept my 700 bucks. I bought a uh, Suzuki Samurai. Right. Another good car. You yeah. went from a minivan to a death trap. Yeah. Nobody dude. breaks into those. No. Samurai. <laughs> Try to put a lean on that. Tip at like yeah. 35 miles an hour. We used to have one. We drove it. We drove it to Jersey and back. When I got back, I pissed blood for two days driving that thing. Do you really piss blood? Yes, I did. So uh, this this starts off our fucking so story once again. We'll go back to Maui where you had to use uh, the restroom. Yes. Well, I, I, I went, I've gone back a few times on vacation. I went back with a friend of mine, and we were there, and we were on a long trip uh, where I needed a passport. Anyways, I, it's my birth, my 30th birthday. I get really drunk, and me and my friend go back to... Uh, Anna was there. She went to, she went to sleep early. Me and my friend take a shot at every bar in Maui and end up getting back to the hotel. And... I gotta go. <laughs> right. I gotta go. Number two. Number two, but I didn't want the night to end. We can say shit. Oh, I oh I gotta take a number two shit. <laughs> you gotta take a number two shit. <laughs> you gotta take two shits. <laughs> I gotta go. On and, a scale and, of one to five, I had to take a number two. And and I was like I was like, let's not make the night end yet. Let's just go in the ocean. I'll shit in the ocean. Of course. Which is, was an old trick Any I used rational to do person. when I lived in the beach house. Which, Great trick. And um <laughs> so we are wasted drunk think it's pretty awesome strip down naked jump into the ocean and i start taking a shit and my friend is like Dude, i gotta go too and so he starts taking a shit two dudes about 20 feet away from each other <laughs> <laughs> so Boaters how far deep around. are you are you like can you stand up and do this i'm like, floating i'm like i'm like oh, i'm like floating, interesting technique I'm but rest- it's night it's nighttime it is night. definitely shit, night dude. night nighttime you're in the waters off Maui. But I, but I think shit is the opposite of, of blood as far as sharks are concerned. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually a, a smart yeah. move. Yeah. It's anti. <laughs> well, so it's dark. You and your buddy are in the ocean off sh- Maui. Yep. Shitting. Yep. And uh, paradise. Like, <laughs> like, like two guys doing guy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need just guys. We need so. This is just like it does can't get any better than this. Best birthday no ever. Way. And we I look up at the beach and like two roving marauders from a Mad Max film or something. I see these <laughs> silhouette of these two motherfuckers come and they grab all our shit. Our my shorts, my shirt, my passport, my wallet, oh. a little video phone thing from all the uh, which this trip ended up being on us in my wedding trip, so it was like all of our footage for this oh. thing. Oh, shit. Plus my passport to go to, yeah. on to Bali where to I continue ended up on, right. Continue on. And I was like, dude! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Which like... We'll stop a thief, I've dude. Got, yeah, I'm like... Dude. I'm like, what you know do that? I do? So I just start high-stepping Finish it. the shit. Nope. 
No. I start Uh-oh. high stepping with a turd hanging out. Uh oh. Man's got to do what a man's got to <laughs> do. That high step run that's so hard to get out of the ocean. Yeah, so a, ungraceful to yeah. high step out of the ocean. That's a number one and a half right there. <laughs> with, yeah. a, with shit hanging out of your ass. I pushed it. Paradise. And next thing you know, I'm sprinting. Buck You're naked. Chasing these people chasing naked. These dudes. How many people? Two people. Is your Two friend people. with you? Yeah, he comes out too. He's we, behind you. He's a big dude like and me. We emerge. Are you like, naked? Yes. Or you, naked. Did but you naked? Did they you, have all of our clothes. Did you ever think to take the shit out of your ass and throw it at him? <laughs> God, probably no. not. But that's a good move. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> Next alert! Time. Next time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> spoiler alert! Relax. But I don't know. I but I started Get monkey on after him. about twenty five yards. The shit just sucked right back up into my yeah. guts, dude. It, it was tends like, to happen. It was like um, <coughs> fight or flight, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I yeah. was gonna fight, and I sprint after these people. My buddy goes one way, I kind of go the other. I end up in the courtyard of this Marriott, and it's like out building, you know, big hotel, hotel, but in the middle is a bunch of picnic tables and stuff. And I'm like screwed because I know that I'm not going to be able to go to Bali like the next day. Right. You already got that figured out. My wife is going to kill me. Right. I got, <laughs> I got, you know, all our video footage and, and all cash and credit cards. And ID. Oh, I'm stuck fuck. on this island, you know. And so Bob, I w- which I don't know, heads these people off on the other end. And they sprint away, but right towards me. And they come sprinting around the corner with all my gear in their arms. And, and where are you at this point? I'm in the courtyard of the Marriott. <laughs> naked. Butt naked. That's great. It's dark. And I'm I'm seeing double Where's drunk. TMZ when you need them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing double. Right. And I see these. It was a girl with nappy ass dreadlocks. Ah. It was two white people. Gypsies. Yeah, gypsy bush heads, man. They, they kind of like who I was when I lived there, except for they... <laughs> Smoke meth and steal shit. It was like uh, sure. Empire Strikes Back. You were in a fight with your old self or your new self. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I, I, this girl has holding all my stuff, and her boyfriend. I look at him. They look like you know ice heads or like methed out. They were super gross, and um, I was just like looked her right in the eyes, and I was like, drop it, or I'm gonna fucking drop you, bitch. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> But I was like, naked. I was naked. And I was in fight. I was naked. like a Greek fucking uh, statue Olympian, of David. Dude. I would have, I would have fucked them both up right there. I had no qualms about my dick and balls hanging out. I was like, I was. You like, get immune I'm a, to that. I straight up would. I, I was quick, two I steps got. away from fucking karate kicking that girl sure. in the face, dude. I swear right. to God. And uh, Natty Bowley, she Natty dropped Bo-Lay. all my stuff. Her boyfriend runs one way, she runs the other way. I go up. Open up my pants. Look, oh! I start screaming at the top of my lungs. Oh, 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 oh. look who doesn't have all this fucking cash! Look who didn't steal my passport! Look who's got oh, no man. Video camera, you fucking crabs! Ah! And Bob, crabs! And then and then I hear Bob. He's like, he's running naked, naked. He's like. You got it? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> hugging, hugging, hugging naked. That's like the... Jumping in circles. <laughs> it's like the best Bud Light you know, commercial. Naked in the courtyard of the Marriott. Lights start popping up. <laughs> ah, shit. People start walking out, looking out. I was like, we gotta go, Bob. Yeah. Threw my stuff on. 
made it home. Oh my god! I when you're an me. old man, at the end, you should change the story. You and, lassoed and, him with your dick. And, you know hilarious. what I mean? Just to be Did you more tell macho. the old lady that story, or how oh. much of that? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, we just god. got she just got drunk that. at the bar. She's the one who reminded you to tell this fucking story. As yeah. a matter of fact, she loved it so much. Well, plus, like, and every time, tell them every time you run that credit card, it's like, yeah, I fought for this shit. Yeah. I'm no longer a lazy American. I fought for the swipe. <laughs> Man, that's uh, that's it. She couldn't. She was super annoyed because I was wasted. I was out way later than she probably thought I would be. Sure. And I'm like, baby, you're not gonna fucking believe what happened. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, what? I was, like, <laughs> I was in the water. I was taking shit. She's like, what? Anyways, I told her the whole story, and she's like, "That's amazing." Uh, it's my shit part. Let amazing. me tell you again from the top. <laughs> adrenaline just pumping. oh, adrenaline pumping. That's awesome. So that is a, a shit story that had a happy ending. Uh, yeah. The one I have did not end so happily. Oh uh, man, no victory I, speech at the this end. This is uh, this is. I, uh, I'll just tell the story. I worked at a, a junkyard from the time I was in middle school up into early college and uh, Mount Airy Auto Wrecking. Well, hold on. Well, what did you do at the junkyard? Well, from the, when I was prior to driving, we would just collect scrap, put it in a dumpster. They would recycle the aluminum to be for for. And they would money. give you money for that. Right. Once I turned 16, I was allowed to start delivering Legal. parts. Uh-oh. And what did you make? doing that you know i don't remember we, he, he paid us well a guy was like his uh his name was roy patterson they called him nummy short for numb nuts wow. and uh he was <laughs> like a second father him. to me mount area auto wrecking what's up patterson family bow wow and um when we turned 16 this is before pagers or cell phones or anything this one particular <laughs> this is the day, 1980s before pagers, before pagers. <laughs> one particular day uh BP. my eight hour day was to drive a motor deep into the hills of West Virginia, four hours in, oh, nice. drop a motor off, pick one up from exchange, right. and bring it back. That what was were my you whole driving? day. I was driving a standard little Toyota pickup, you know, white This was yours truck. or this was business? This was the, the company's car. Um, so I'm excited because I don't have to pick, you know, I'm not moving transmissions. I'm not lifting heavy yeah. shit all day. I'm driving. And I get... I and mean, I've been to West Virginia a bunch. I've been to Morgantown. I've been to WVU. I've been there a bunch. But this particular place I drove, it was deep in West Virginia. And I remember hitting this mountain that was covered, and I was like, man. I was telling Chris, it was like the kind of feeling you're like, you could definitely kill somebody and get away with it here. Like, <laughs> That's you're your first thought. One-room schoolhouses. <laughs> and this is, it, it, you know, it's, it's in the 90s. So, um <laughs> I I forgot what the story is going to be about. I dropped the motor off to this literally this inbred no hillbilly, and I pick our motor up, and I just want to get the fuck out of there. And I start driving back, and at this point now, I've pushed my lunch because I just wanted to get out of there, and I'm hungry. Yeah. I hit the sub shop. I take the sub with me in the car because I just want to get back. 20 minutes into my ride, my stomach is gurgling. I have to shit. Like, I am going to shit myself right. uncontrollably. And not in a good way. And th no, and there is nothing, <laughs> nothing for miles. And I finally find a, a, a bar. I pull, grab a lot. I skid into the parking lot. I run. How, you're in. only like 16. 17. I'm 16. Right. Exactly. Like a few months. I run into this bar. 
I've got a motor in the back. Anyone can take it. But at this point, if you can get it, take it because right. right. I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> I run into this bathroom, and it's like three or four stalls. No lock on the door. How, just is there door. anybody That's in the bar? Favorite. There's people drinking at the yeah, bar. Yeah, it's West Virginia. It's West Virginia. There's no they didn't care. women they didn't in ask the bar you for dipping. Your ID or anything? I just ran in. You could eat you there. Just too. Went I just there. went right there. Where's your restroom? They knew what had to happen. Yeah. You could see it in a man's eyes. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And we we I pushed the door open. It's not a locking door few urinals on the wall and then there's just that standard little you know cubby of uh bathroom wall i open it up and i stop in horror <laughs> and i see two sit-down toilets side by side with no wall in between mm, them. you could see that there fan. was one bolted yeah. originally but right. it was gone right not a and fan. i panicked like oh my god what if someone else has to come in and shit while i'm shitting here and i just couldn't do it i i, I had to shit yeah. i sat down and started shitting and here comes a dude, and he opens the door up, and I'm like, no way, dude. He's like, I have to shit. I'm like, not shitting here. This is not happening right now. He's like, I have to go. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he sits down next to me and takes his shit. Like, we're Get in prison. With some it, old, it? fat dude. And let me tell you something. If you're going to allow someone to shit next to you, the shit you don't want them to take is the one that they have to take right then and there that will allow them to shit next to you. It was the most uncomfortable shit i've ever taken in my life well let's backtrack ever. a little bit did you so you sat down did you get anything out of your ass first? yeah i exploded <laughs> and then the uh the afterglow several of those the and then here he comes within within minutes within two to three minutes so this the, guy came so in so the question is are you gonna wipe your ass in front of this guy and, and that's get out, and that was what you're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> gonna patiently wait that was my dilemma Modern life, <laughs> modern life is complicated. And I, there was no, I thought about it, and I was like, I'm going to let him just do his thing and get out of here. And then I thought, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not going to let this guy wipe his ass next to me. I'm going first. <laughs> That's the grossest thing you can do. I'm going to do it. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I did it and got the hell out of there. I could not wait to get out of there. It was the most uncomfortable shit I've ever taken and in my life. And it feels so good afterwards, though. That, like, yeah, when but you're the, done, but not, you're it, like, it's, you like want to tell people about it. Yes. You know well, what I mean? But like, I was robbed of that pleasure because I had moments of it, and then some... Small victory. Some Small victory. just redneck fat dude just sat next to me and just exploded. Exploded. Like, it was not pretty... <laughs> It like when you watch prison on TV, you can't smell anything. You forget that things smell. I got a scratch and yeah, sniff TV. That's so. true. That is my uh, my my story is no, sort of not end happy. My story is no picnic either. I was at a. Uh, I don't even want to give too many details because it could get me in trouble <laughs> with my fan. Oh fuck! I just did give details. I was at this party. I was about like ten years old. What's going on? You texting out? Yeah. No, we got ten minutes. We got eight minutes. My story's only like three, though. I go and I'm at this party. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like eight years old, ten years old, something like that. Tons of people at the house during the day. Got to take a shit. It happens to all of us, no matter how Everybody. old you are. Everybody's got shit, man. Yeah. Sit down on the toilet, take a shit. So far, so good. Look around, no toilet paper on the rack. Uh -oh. mm. Look around, no toilet paper under the sink. Mm. And uh, I was too shy to fucking go out there with a shitty ass. Yeah, that's a big... That's, that's a, And that's, be like, hey, I got shit in my ass. <laughs> yeah, no, that you As an can't. adult, I might be able to do that. You can, I like, pretend like I didn't take a shit yet, but as a kid, I had no fucking game. No, but even now, even now... <laughs> even now... You don't want to admit that you're going to take a shit. you got to be pretty close friends to be rolling out of somebody's place and be like, hey, by the way, you're out of toilet paper. 
I'm at mid thing. What do you and, got for me? And there can't be any women within a three mile radius. <laughs> Even no. if it's your buddy's wife. That's pretty no. bold. <laughs> so How old are you? I'm like ten, somewhere around there. Let's so call what, it nine. What the fuck let's do you call let's call it nine. nine. Let's round down. <laughs> so I fucking sweat it for about five minutes. I sweat it for about nine minutes. It's sitting there. I fucking walk over. I fucking wipe my ass on the towel. Get the fuck. Nice. <laughs> Shut up. And I walk out of the room. <laughs> you left what did the you towel in the towel? You didn't like throw it in the, out of, in the trash? I was too whip. young, man. It was my first crime. It was my first crime. I didn't know what I was doing, man. This did not end good. This is either. the first time I've ever talked about it. What do you mean you didn't know what you were like? So you just left it there? And then <laughs> were you. I left it hanging up. Hang it up. Now, how long did you it's hang in the house before bitch. you left? Dude, I was there probably till the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and did nobody came like nobody said fucking shit on the fucking towel. Ridiculous. Nobody said anything, and I'm still wondering about it to this but day. But weren't you worried about it, or were you still like, worried? Still worried. <laughs> still worried. Still that worried about still this in shit. Rotation somewhere. If, if anyone rotation. figures out whose house this is, I didn't give any details. I'm still in trouble. <laughs> the family member? Were they like the I show ain't towels? I man. Were they the show towels? Were they like the nice like Christmas towels? Fuck if I know. I was in a panic and i was nine towels are towels they were definitely show towels they were definitely people were over those were show towels yeah not no more they ain't those are high towels but that's good but i you know at a house where they got the show towels out yeah they should have toilet paper i mean it's a party yeah, man. they should but i figure show i wish you took paper, my side more on that no, but later thinking it's actually a, a great move because if that's your house <laughs> nowadays you'd be like Somebody wiped their ass on my fucking towel, and I'm am, am I gonna I be bold a, enough a to go out lesson. and to call out all my guests <laughs> yeah. who shit on my towel? No, I wouldn't. I would just take that shit, throw it in the fucking trash, and call it a day. You're well, right. There was so a lot of kids why. there, so <laughs> exactly. so you thought it would have been like open game for all oh, right, shit. who shit on the goddamn uh, what, towel? Which kid can we humiliate in front of everybody right now and admit the shit uh, on this towel? Probably go commit suicide in a year but and see, a half. That's why oh, it leads into my story. <laughs> all right. Because you're gonna one up me on this? Uh, no, I'm not gonna one up you. <laughs> so one of my few accomplishments. Had a happy ending shit story. <laughs> one of my few accomplishments in life. And then I got all my credit cards back. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, because <laughs> in the first grade, I shit my pants and had to be sent home. Oh Jesus! In Christ. school, in school, this happened. That's a game in changer. In the fucking class, I shit my pants. <laughs> what? Like you know, like you have, like you're in a class. You're in a chair. Yeah, and. <laughs> I had diarrhea or whatever, and I had to go, and the restroom is in, like, they don't let, like, fucking a seven-year-old just run down the hallway yeah. by himself. There's rules. Yeah, there's rules. There's, they have the bathroom in the class. And so I went to the bathroom, must have had diarrhea, like, fucking wiped my ass with my fucking <laughs> underwear or whatever, and I go back to my seat thinking, like, I'm cool, dude, nobody's gonna know. <laughs> And the fucking teacher, and, and it must have smelled fucking bad in there. And I must have left the trail because the teacher's like, doo, trail. Doo, 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 doo. Hey, Randy, do you have a problem? Like, what? What? Uh, what do you mean problem? What's going on? No problem. And so she fucking sent me home. Yeah. And like, at the time, it didn't seem like Should've that stopped. big a deal. Sure. But later, even later, even high school, people brought that shit up. Oh, no. Oh, sure. That is a game changer. Say, that is changing life. But the clincher is. At the end of the year, at, we were having, you know, the elementary school graduation. They give out awards, you know, who had the best grades and all that. And they're like, <clears throat> for perfect attendance in the first grade. And they called me out. And I was like, 
What do you mean perfect attendance? I got sent home like, one day. I was like, so when they were talking, but when they, yeah, when they were building it up, I was yeah. like, oh shit, are they gonna count that half day shit day? That was yeah, like, right. I was like, that was kind of before lunch. I don't know if I'd count that. <laughs> and then like, Randy Bobby, come on up. And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess they don't count that shit. Fuck you, motherfuckers who are calling me out on it, by the way. I like the same Leafs underwear. I shit my pants at work when I was 31. <laughs> but I was like, but I was on the master cleanse. I was going out with this girl I really liked, master and she was doing the master cleanse. And I'm like, fuck it! Like everybody's trying to jump on her, so right. I'm like, I'm gonna do the master cleanse with her. Otherwise, she's gonna do it with some please other guy. Please tell the very people, secure relationship. The people who don't live in LA, please tell them what a master fucking. You drink is. fucking lemonade and cayenne pepper and water <laughs> and it. maple syrup for a week. For a week, and so I had nothing in my system but water. And I didn't so much shit my pants as what your as pants. much as I fucking piss water out of my asshole. And uh, I didn't even tell anybody. I'm like, that's a day yeah, right there. You, you just did. No, there's fucking. <laughs> that's the day. That's a day. That's a day. Everybody. No perfect attendance from me. I'm gone. Oh, Fuck perfect. Who attendance. knows? They could have marked you off. You're there in the morning. You know what I mean? There's the technicality. <laughs> Eric, how much time do we? We have got left? one minute. So we got about 45 seconds. So so uh, no uh, no uh, EW this week. No uh, no movie review. We, we apologize, but you got enough of them last week. Listen to last week's episode. Chris Pratt, we would love yes. to say thank you for having thank you, you so on, much dude. For coming can't in, thank dude. you enough for sharing your shit stories. What is your uh, Twitter handle, if you'd like to? At Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. And uh, you have anything Pratt's. you'd like Three to promote Pratt's. coming up? Um, Parks and Recreation, 8.30 on Thursday nights on NBC, and also a film called The Five-Year Engagement. It's going to be coming out in April. Go see Chris Pratt on TV and in the movies. I am Ryan Sickler. I am at Ryan Sickler on Twitter, ryansickler.com. I'm in North Carolina in uh, two weekends from now. Fucking go. Just go to the show. Email us, crabfeastpodcast at gmail.com. Crabfeastpodcast at gmail.com. Be nice to people this week. Later. Peace out. Here's some music. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
the night. 